Hi, this is Jonathan Barilla and Brittany Barilla bringing to you the 31st episode of A Couple of Mini. What, what? I know, big three, one. <laughs> it's almost cut up to my age. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Almost. Well, I guess right now I am still 31. Yeah, but you got a birthday coming up. I do. It's my birthday month. What, what? I know. What are we doing for my birthday? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, great. I'm just kidding. So for those of you that don't know me well, my one thing I really always want for my birthday is that I don't have to plan my birthday. But every year when I plan her birthday, she's like, no, I don't want to do that. Or, oh, I want to do something else. Or, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds fun. And well, it's like not sold on anything. So that's not, um. that's not 100% true. <laughs> so here's my thing. Okay. I am not a social butterfly like you are. Okay. But also, and I, oh, sorry, starting the, starting the evening off strong. Um, I, and I've explained this like a thousand different times to him, having like different groups of friends all together in one area kind of stresses me out because then I'm like, what if one group feels like they're not getting enough attention or they're not connected? And, and, you know, I think that we have been really blessed with some really excellent, um, community ties. And so we have like probably three different friend groups that we're really like pretty tight with, but like, I just, I'm like, Oh my gosh, what if they don't feel like I get enough of my, I don't know. I overthink things. Shocker. (laughs) So a lot of times his, his activities he plans mixes all these people and it kind of stresses me out. I think she just overthinks it. I mean, I do over. People, I just said that. Yeah, people are people. They're gonna talk, and if they don't want to talk, then they won't talk. Yeah. Like that's that's on that's them. That, and I think that our groups of friends um, understand that just spending time or being in the same vicinity, like, is 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 cool. Like we don't have to constantly entertain them. Stop yelling. <laughs> we don't have to constantly entertain our friends because. You know, if we do have the groups mix or whatever, there's always like at least two couples per group doing air quotes and they hang out with each other and, and then end up having a great time. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just want everybody to be happy and to for good things to come and everybody to know that I love them. And it stresses me out whenever I feel like maybe I can't. But I think I'm getting better about it. Mm hmm. Like, I, we invited a very wide range of our friends to the twins party, and although it minorly stressed me out, I felt like I handled it really well. <laughs> yeah, I think you're all right. I mean, I I don't, I don't see a difference in, like, our friends. I know, like, we have groups of friends that like different things, but I think, golly. I think more than anything, it's like we have groups of friends that are at different stages in life. And so it's like sometimes it can be hard to connect to somebody that's at a completely different stage of life than you. Yeah, but then it's cool to learn and grow in the aspect of, oh, this is awesome because I didn't know that you could do this X, Y, and Z by going this way. And then they end up enlightening each other. And I mean, that's awesome. Well, I don't think you're wrong because I think that that's ultimately why we have so many friends in different walks of life. You know what I mean? Like, because we like to learn and grow in here and see, but not ever, I don't know. I don't know. I just ever think things. It's, 
that's really what it comes down to. It's yeah. Brittany overthinks things. Yeah. Um, but I am excited for my birthday month. In fact, I was noticing on my memories on Facebook, like five years ago today, we took a birthday trip to Rio Doso. That is true. Which is always a winning choice for my birthday. Yeah, that would be cool. It would be cool. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Of course, my birthday kicks off like my family birthday marathon. Because within like three weeks, we have my birthday, our niece's birthday, my sister's birthday, my brother-in-law's birthday, and my mom's birthday. Yeah. And so it is, it comes hard and fast. Yep, yep. Just a whole bunch of birthdays in the next, I mean, really three months. Yeah, well, it's like Mar- the end of March. I'm really the only March one. Um, but then the first part of April, it's really birthday heavy. And then we have another niece that has a birthday in May. And then all of his birthdays in May. My dad's birthday's in May. And your dad's birthday's in May. And then we get a little bit of a breather. I mean, I'm sure we have one or two birthdays, June and July, somewhere in there. Uh, but then our next marathon month is August. Yep. And August is nuts. Like all month long, it's birthdays. You know what makes me sad? Like, I know that's what uh, March, uh, April, May, June, July, August, five months away until like pretty much the tail end of summer. And I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> we haven't even started summer. I know, but I'm not ready for it to leave already. I thought you were going to say something like five months away and Annabelle's will be eight. Olive will be five. Annabelle will be in second grade. Olive will be starting kinder. All that, but I'm really sad about summer. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if by the end of the summer the twins were potty trained? Yeah, that would be cool. Should we do that next weekend? I'm not, no. I'm not ready to start that. Why? I don't think that they're ready. I think that they're showing signs that they might be ready, but I don't know. I, I think, think Maggie's ready. I don't know about Eloise, but I, I think Maggie, that child is so obedient. She is really obedient. Like, I feel like I could train her to go potty right now just by telling her to go potty. <laughs> like, <laughs> she, uh, she's been so good. And then there's Eloise. Yeah. But, you know, here's the thing. I, as a parent, like, I so appreciate how obedient Maggie is. She's the most obedient of all four of our girls. But then I also really can appreciate Eloise's defiance not not in the sense of like, yay, my kid doesn't ever want to listen to me. <laughs> not only does she not listen. So the older girls, Annabelle and Olive, like they definitely had their periods where like they just didn't listen. Like they pretended like they didn't hear us. Eloise doesn't pretend to not hear you. She looks you dead in the eye and says no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then like and then just we'll go back to doing whatever she's doing. And you're like, Eloise, Eloise. And then she's literally ignoring you. Yeah, or she like, if you're like, hey, Eloise, I need you to go pick this up. No. Eloise, you just dropped that. Go pick it up. She'll walk over to it, pick it up, and throw it back down. (laughs) It's just like, child, like for the love. And then sweet Maggie will come and pick it up and go put it where it goes. Yeah. (laughs) But so as wild as it makes, like as crazy as it makes me at times, I don't know. I also kind of love it. (laughs) Or I'll be like, Eloise, like, go do this. She's like, no, Maggie. And I'm like, no, I asked you. She's like, no, Maggie. And then Eloise will be like, Maggie. And she'll point and Maggie will come do it. I know. I know. (laughs) 
It's just <laughs> Maggie is so sweet, but Eloise is so I don't even know what the word is strong, but fearless. I have no idea. I don't yeah, I don't know. And I I think it'll be interesting you know, especially with them being twins of how we will balance as they grow of like Maggie, you have to stand up for yourself and learn when to say no and like set yourself boundaries. And Eloise, for the love of all is good, please just do things whenever, like pick and choose your battles. <laughs> they, you know, like talking about their um, personalities right now, they really remind me of the uh, the sisters in um, Legacies, the twins. In Legacies. What, remind me what Legacies was again. The vampire show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Vampire Diaries spinoff. Um, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah. It, it's always interesting. I mean, it, Annabelle. <sighs> Stop yawning. You're yawning. Uh-uh, you, were, you just ended that real quick. No. You know, Annabelle was really strong-spirited, I felt like, when she was younger. But because it was like her and I one-on-one, I feel like we battled through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, she still has a strong spirit to her, don't get me wrong. But now, like, we've gotten to an understanding of, like, child, sometimes I just need you to pick up your clothes and not give me a 20-minute argument about it. Yeah. She's gotten a lot better, though. She's gotten a ton better. But with Eloise, I feel like it's going to be a lifelong – like, I I feel like she's going to be our most temperamental. I I just – I think it's going to be a lifelong struggle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, kind of got off on a tangent there. Um, but yes, so it's my birthday month. Um, I feel like I should, I mean, we're like pretty deep into the month. It's already the six and I haven't gotten like any kind of birthday present or. You want a birthday present already? Your birthday's the 28th. I mean, I feel like we could do like a present a week. Uh, uh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Unless you want to. I kind of feel like I have to now. So, no. I will. <laughs> so here's the thing too. The one thing I've always told you I want is, like, something really sentimental and meaningful. And I feel like you always just go for, like, something bot. Yeah. Like, I've always asked you to write me a song. Yeah, I don't I don't think I know how to do that. I don't think that I can put into words in, like, a song format, you know? I mean, you do it all the time. You parody things all the time. It can be a parody. Yeah, but all my parodies are, like, they're really perverted or gross or, you know, just, like, making fun of the song, really. Yeah, but, like, instead of that, you could say nice things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, we'll think on that. Um. Okay, well, what happened this week? Um, We started soccer practice, uh, so that was cool. Got to see, you know, the girls, how they've grown and since playing outdoor last fall and then going indoor and then coming back to outdoor but it'll be cool i think so i wasn't a huge fan of indoor from the standpoint of i was ready for some time off but i am really glad that y'all did it because i think it really grew the girls endurance yeah i think so too i think Uh, it's gonna be a good season i think so too we're we're in a tough bracket but that shouldn't stop that shouldn't stop us from at least giving everybody a run for their money yeah, I, I think y'all will do really well. Um, Olive starts soccer this week. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of back to the two two soccer practices for two different kids. Yeah. All yeah. week, air week. Um, 
Oh, I got a new car this week. Yeah, you did. It's really nice. It's so nice, and I love it so much. I've probably driven in the last, like, five days more than I have, like, ever consistently. Because normally on the weekends, like, I don't really drive much. But I've been driving my new car like crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really nice. I, uh, so it, it's a company car, and I'm really blessed to work with and for people that just really love me well and, and love our family really well. Yeah. Um, and so we had talked about me getting a new company car and they'd kind of give me some choices and I picked one and I really thought it would take a really long time for something to come in. Um, but they surprised me with it Wednesday. Yeah, it was really cool. And I was so excited. I am so excited. Like, so I've never had a brand new car. They literally dropped it off or brought it over to me with like 19 miles on it. Um, and it's like. I feel like it's the like a car that fits me better than any other car I've ever had. Yeah, I I agree. Like I feel like it. It I love the way it looks. I love the interior. I love all the belt. And I really kind of thought ultimately I wanted like a really like a bigger bigger car. But I gosh, like I just love this car. Like I, I'm I would almost say that I love to drive right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a nice one. I I. It's it's super nice. Like I I really uh, enjoy it and appreciate it. So yeah, he awesome. let me drive him around a little bit this weekend, and he has hated every moment of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're so dramatic about my driving. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not dramatic. I'm. It looks dramatic, but I'm literally like my eyes are. My life is just flashing before my eyes, like every thirty seconds. Oh my gosh. So not only is he overly dramatic, but also what I another thing that I really love about this car is like we'll be driving and I'll be like, do you really have to be that tense? And he's like, well, I mean, if you're going to drive in two lanes and I'm like, oh, (laughs) oh, no, no. I know for a fact in this car that I am in one lane because if you like go to like get into a different lane and you don't use your turn signal, it goes like it like vibrates. And I was like, and it has not done that. So I know I'm in my lane. Thank you so much, Car, for telling me that I'm a good driver and my husband's dramatic. I could change the radio station in the person's car next to us. That's how close we are. <laughs> You're so dramatic. I think it is that you just don't ever sit in the passenger seat. So maybe like your vantage point. I think so too. Just because, and like, even like when I take trips with people, I think the last trip I took was a bachelor party. And one of my buddies was driving and I was just sitting in the back covering my eyes because I was like, this, I'm, I mean, I'm going to die here. <laughs> I, I really think it's just because you are always the one driving. Yeah. You and, never and, ride. Unless my dad is driving. That's the only time I won't like be all weirded out. Yeah. 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 But you grew up with him driving, so. That is true. I am really not a bad driver. I'm a very good driver. I think that, don't make that face. <laughs> I think that I'm not always great at seeing curbs. And so <laughs> sometimes my death perception is not fantastic. But this new fancy car tells me whenever I'm getting close to something. So <laughs> I think that that will train me well. <laughs> I wish that like cars had like a sensor. Like if you're about to hit a curb, like the car would like yell like you could pick like a scream but it'd be like ah 
Or like, watch out, curb. <laughs> that would be hilarious because, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like Instead of like a buzzer, like bing, bing, bing. Like it sounds exactly like your phone or like it buzzes at you and it freaks you out. But like someone just yelling like, <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, that would not be that funny. I will say I used to really think that I was actually a very good driver. <laughs> and then one night. I was pregnant with Annabelle, right? Uh-huh. And we were at my older sister's, like, birthday party or something. I don't know. They were having a party at their house. And I went to go pick up, because I was the only sober one. I was pregnant. I went to go pick up another one of um, our our good friends, dear friend, to bring him to the party. Um, and as we're driving back, he had, like, a lot of stuff going on in his life at the time. Jonathan and I had a lot going on in our lives at the time. Like, just a lot of changes were happening. And as we're driving, he says to me, he's like, Britt, can I, can I ask you something? And I'm like, oh, like, we're gonna have a heart-to-heart on the way. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely, what's up? And he's like, do you hit a lot of curves? (laughs) I was like, all right, well, hmm, maybe I need to rethink my. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, so got the new car, freaking love it, like just really and truly loving everything about it. And I just, I don't know, I love it. I feel loved. Like just that, because like, should. whereas I had told them like, oh yeah, this is the car I would like. Like they picked out the color I love. Like, and I, I'll be honest, whenever I told them which car, I didn't like look at all the color options or anything. And, like, they just picked, like, what they thought I would love. And they were so right. So right. And, like, it just, it means a lot to me. I feel like when people not only do nice things for me, but show me that they, like, know me in those nice things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Makes me feel seen. Um. So, I'm just, yeah, I'm still just, like, feeling all kinds of warm fuzzies. Um. And then this weekend... We got to go out. Jonathan's parents kept all four children. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. The kids had a great time. But if you're thinking, man, Jonathan's not talking much tonight, it's because he is hung over. Yes, I overdid it last night. And yeah, I am I'm coming back. I'm coming back, but I am dying. Yeah, so we went to a speakeasy that is attached to this like restaurant, which... I have to, like, it's adorable, like, they have this whole setup, but, like, you have to have a password to get in. Yeah. But, like, also, they'll gladly give you the password over the phone if you call, so. Well, I mean, how else are you going to find the password? (laughs) I mean, I don't disagree, but they could come up with something at least a little bit more creative. Uh, I mean, yeah, they could probably do, like, a Facebook thing. Or, like, like a scavenger hunt where you had to, like, go somewhere to find the password. no. I would be like, I'm not doing that. I'm ready just for a drink and some appetizers. <laughs> but there we met really one of the more interesting bartenders I've ever met. Yeah, dude, uh, traveling the world, hanging out, making wine. He was 32. Yeah, he's a year older than me. And I mean, he he looked like a traveler. He he was a cool guy. He knew his knew his way around the bar. Yeah, he's only here for a few months while so he gets some medical things sorted out, and he's from here. Um, but he was just really cool, and he made some really bomb drinks. 
Yeah. Two bomb. Two bomb? Yeah. Like they were too good? Yes. Um, And I, I will say Manhattan Nine is the name of the little speakeasy if you live in our area. Um, They had one of the best charcuterie boards I've ever had at a restaurant. Yep. Yeah, everything was good. I mean, I was starting to get like a little like, no, this is not the place for us because we ordered some crab cakes. Appetizers. Appetizers. And for the price of the crab cakes, we only got two of them, which is, I mean. Okay, I feel like the average crab cakes are going to come instead of two. But it was for the price I would have expected four. At least. Like four would have, I, it would have been weird to have more than four, I feel like, for the style of restaurant. Yeah. But, I mean, just be like, hey, this is like a, a micro sampler. <laughs> but they made up for it and then some with that charcuterie board. Yeah, that was really good. We ended up not even like ordering an, because we had kind of been like, well, let's order this. Then we might get like an entree to share or something. And like, literally like that filled us up. I probably should have eaten more. I probably would have been. (laughs) But the idea of like, hey, I could have eaten more to drink more does not sit well with me right now because I had no more room for alcohol last night. Yeah. So so we ate there and talked to the very interesting bartender. um, And then we went to our friends. Our friends were having like a little house party. And... um, so by the time, here's the thing. Whenever I order alcohol at this point in my life, I also order water. And so I am drinking water while I drink the alcohol because I know my body and I'm not trying to feel like total trash the next day. Um, <laughs> I should have done that. And like Jonathan, by the time you got to your <clears throat> second or third drink at the speakeasy, I was like, hey, uh, can you also get a water? A set, not a second drink because after, because okay. the drinks were so good. I mean, really good. Worth every penny. And, but by like my third one, I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. 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 Um, and he was drinking like whiskey and what? Bourbon. Yeah. And I mean, it, deliciousness. But again, like we're not huge drinkers. I mean, I used to be, I don't think Brit's ever been a huge drinker. I used to drink well with liquor and mm-hmm. wine. Yeah. But yeah, I've never been, a. am just... I'm not somebody that wants to do a lot of stuff that makes you feel bad. Yeah, I now I remember why I don't drink as much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we used to go ham when we were younger. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so Manhattan Nine and then our friend's house party, which we were playing drinking games. And that's just... Which, that mm, drinking game we played may mm, be my new favorite drinking game. Do you even remember it? Yes, but I mean, I was just trying to knock people's ducks because there's like slid ducks across the table, but I didn't read what the, what the, the consequences were. Yeah. It was fun. I mean, it was like essentially like you took these like rubber duckies, they had numbers on the bottom. So you know who went first and stuff and you slide them across this table and you either hit like, you have to take a shot, you have to take a drink or you don't have to drink. But if you slide off the table, then you have to take a shot. And so it's just fun. And, like, if your duck gets knocked off the table, then you have to take a shot. So by the time we got there, because, like, at the speakeasy, I had three drinks. 
Um, which I will say, there's a Chicago Fizz that was so light. It was so good. And then he made me, like, an original Cosmopolitan, which is, like, more, like, a sour tartness than, like, a sweet. And that was delicious. Um, so I was already three drinks then. Of course, drinking my water, too. Um, and so we get to the house party. And, like, at that point, I only was drinking water. Like, that's the only thing in my hand unless I had to take a shot because of the game. And in that scenario, so I think I ended up taking, like, maybe two shots. That's what I should have done. Yes. And that's what I had advised you to do. And then <laughs> our friend was like, oh, hey, because Jonathan had showed her this one beer. And she was like, look, I bought these because I liked them whenever I had them at your house. But then I found these and they're even better. And he was like, oh, well, can I try the better one? <laughs> I was like, well, this is going to go downhill fast. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I don't take shots very well. No. Oh, I actually took an extra shot because I finished one for you. That is probably true. Yeah. The first one, because it was like that deep eddies, like lime salt thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I didn't mind well, that. That to me just tasted like taking a shot of a margarita. Like it was not a big deal at all. I don't I don't know what it was, but I was just like, I can't do this. But so I, I, I'll take a pull out of the bottle and I feel like I, I get like a good swig, not probably not a full shot. But I take I get a good swig, and they had Goldslogger there last night, <sighs> and that's what I was swigging out of, which is probably not the best idea because no, it's a terrible Goldslogger is so gross. <laughs> but so I was gross. like, what? What? I haven't seen a Goldslogger bottle in years. I man, when was the last time we've seen one? Because there for a minute when we did a lot of Fireball, from time to time we'd have Goldslogger. I oh I don't remember that. Oh, I do. I can remember at a few parties. You probably don't remember because... <laughs> because I was just... Yeah, because it got me there. Because I haven't seen a Goldslogger bottle at a party since I probably lived in Dallas. No, we, there were uh, there were two different parties I can think of. I, mean, I don't know if there were really parties or get-togethers um, where there was Goldslogger. Because I used to drink that in my early college days. Not, mm. like, by choice, but by, like, hey, this is what we have. Let's all take a shot. And it is not. Just the cinnamon flavor. Like, just that. It's not okay. Oh, and I'm, like, starting to think about it. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, oh, no. So, we wake up for church this morning. It's the first time we've been late for church. Because, you know, people are always like, I don't know how you get all four kids here. I'm like, because I am, like, on a schedule when my kids are here. And when they're not here and my husband's hungover, the struggle was real. (laughs) And he was struggling through church. Bless his heart. Yes, I was. <laughs> Real bad. But we made it. We got some food. We took a nap. I woke up, you know, feeling good. But then, like, as the day just kind of carried on, I just, like, I'm 30. I'll be 36 this year. Like, I can't party like like I used to. And, like, I found that out once I started hitting, like, you know what's crazy? I'm past mid th- I'm I'm in my mid 30s right now. Yeah. When I turn 36, I'll be in my late 30s. No, you're not. Yes, late 30s, oh my like gosh. Yeah, late 30s are like 38, 39. Early 30s mid, is you'll, you're still in your mid 30s till you're like 30, 38. No. Yeah. You have to be on this side of number 5. No, that's early 30s. That's like 
No, I would say your early 30s are up until you're 35. Once you're 35, 36, 37, that's your mid-30s. And then 38, 39 are your late 30s. I don't know. You're getting up there, though. Ugh. You don't look it. I appreciate that, but I feel it, when, especially after now. Don't get me wrong. I had a blast. I think that whole block knew I had a blast. I know, I could not believe how very loud, and there really weren't that many people there. Like I, There were like 10 to 12 of us, but I could not believe how okay the whole block was with how <laughs> and it was like all the alleys are, like it's a rare parking, rare, rare parking. Rear parking. Um, Rear parking. Yeah. Um, And so, like, the garage opens to the alley, but everybody's garages do. And so it's, like, both sides, you know, I I don't know. I don't know how somebody was not, like, at some point, I think a neighbor came by and, like, we're taking shots. Really? (laughs) Yes. I told you that. And you're, like, I don't remember seeing those people. Um, I don't remember even having that conversation. Oh, yeah. It was, like, four girls. Um, But anyways, so... Yeah, I don't know how people weren't, like, coming over and being like, y'all are freaking loud. Stop. <laughs> Tell that one super drunk Mexican right there to shut up. I know, right? No. Because <laughs> I was, like, I, I'm, I'm sure I was, like, screaming at people trying to talk to them. No, you weren't. I don't remember that. Um, but it was, gosh, it was so much fun. Like, especially since most of our cousins, like, moved away, we haven't been to a party or hangout or whatever you want to call it. Like that in a really long time. Yeah, that's true. It was fun. It was good. Yeah. Um, okay, so speaking about uh, things we did this weekend. Um, I mean, we've talked for a long time about that, but. Uh, yeah, we did. It was a good week, though. Yeah, it was good. And then uh, we didn't even mention on Friday we went to go see our niece's uh, basketball game. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how we forgot that. That was the cutest. Yeah, it was super cute. Oh, my gosh. And my, uh, so our our little niece, she is just. She's an athlete. She really is. But more than that, like, she is a thoughtful child. Like, you can just see her thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, so on her little team, there's, like, one little girl that's a definite ball hog, like. And and that little girl was really funny because, like, even when she shot and she missed, she'd, like, throw her hands up and make this face. Like, what? Like, how did that even happen? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you need to calm down, you little eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it, it, uh, if you've seen The Office, uh, Michael Scott, when he's, like, missing, he's like, yeah. what is wrong with me today? And just, like, yeah. oh, it was so funny. It was so funny. Um, but then when our niece had the ball, like, she was, like, you could just see, she was, like, running through her head, like, what are the rules? Here we go. Here we are. Looking for her teammates. Like, she passed almost every single time. And, like, not because she didn't want to have the ball or she didn't want to shoot, but because she was truly looking at, like, who might be in a better shot, like, space to make that goal. And it's just really cool to see her. Like, she's always, I think, been a more mature soul. Um, But, like, really her just growing her skill and her athleticism along with like how intelligent she is. It's just really amazing to watch. She's, she's a really cool kid. Yeah. She's very cool. Um, I, yeah, I, I loved it. Like it, it was, it was cool. It was cool to see her in like a new element because she played soccer before and she's really good at soccer. She's very good. At soccer. Um, so like just to see her like do like a new sport and pick it up so quickly, like it, it, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She's really, 
She is special. I feel like all the kids in our family, maybe I'm biased, but she's a really cool kid. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And Annabelle and Olive got to go watch her and cheer her on. And <laughs> I think my favorite part, though, is when she realized, because, like, when we came in, they were already playing, and she played three quarters. Yeah. I mean, like, girl was hustling. Um, but when she realized we were all there, she, like, got so excited. That's too funny. I know. It just, uh, everything in me wanted to run over there and just scoop her up in a big hug. <laughs> I just love that girl. Yes, for sure. Um, But, yeah, so that, I think that covers everything, right? It's been an eventful. Yeah, it really has. Week. Um, But it's been so good. Like, the weather's finally getting warmer. I don't even mind, like, a cool, rainy day. Um, I know, but like, so let's talk church. Uh, oh. I don't know. I was like, it. it uh, I don't know. The weather. I don't know. I I just can't wait for it to be warm, so we can get out. And like I say that, but then it's like, on those days where it's like real hot, you're like, let's go to the park. I'm like, none of that sounds fun. Like, I'm just glad that it's warm outside. Sometimes you're kind of like a perpetual Grinch. Like you're a bah humbug. I think so too. You know, like, I, I love you lots, but you could probably work on that. I think I should because a lot of, uh, and, you know, recently too, like, you know, some of my friends started doing some pretty cool stuff with their lives and I was like, just hating to hate. Yeah, I think you, you know? brought that up the last last episode. Did I? I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I, I'll work on to change it. Yeah. It's, you know, sometimes you just got to be down for the adventure of it. Yeah, but that adventure also <laughs> involves, like, flies and mosquitoes and... Then bring some bug spray and a fly swatter. That's true, because, you know, I, I say all that, but if it was 100 degrees and someone was like, hey, man, I set this tea time, like, I've already paid for it, let's let's go golfing, I would have no problem doing that. Yeah, sometimes I get really frustrated with you whenever it's like I'm trying to do something really cool and fun with the kids and you want to complain about it instead of just like finding solutions to your complaints. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you're worried about the bugs, freaking get some bug spray. Like, uh but we can't just live inside our house all the time. I know. But I feel like once we get there and like we're doing whatever we're doing, like you're usually good to go. Yeah, um, I got to start working on my poses again, too, because I feel like we're going to have, like, 15 photo shoots with the kids this, the next three months. Why do you think that? I don't know. I feel like we always do. No. Well, they have... <laughs> so we do have one, like, little mini shoot coming up, but that's the only one I have planned. Although I'm about to start a, start a super straight diet, so depending on how much weight I lose quickly, we might end up with a photo shoot this summer. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> I know they're your favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, and with your working out, you'll feel good. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, yes, I'm working out, but I don't, I don't, I can see a little bit of difference, but I'm not working out to, like, completely change the way I look. Yeah, well, you don't need to, Um, but, like, also, it's kind of annoying because whenever he says he's kind of working out, he's, like, maybe works out a day or two occasionally three days a week for like the last last three weeks four weeks even because he took like a whole week off in there um and he sees a difference whereas like i could literally work out five days a week and nothing would change no yeah you laugh because you know we've lived that life we we've done that life so there's that 
Um, okay, so let's let's finally mosey on over to our topic today. Okay. Do you, I mean, we're already more than halfway done with the episode. Do you want to kind of just talk or or oh. bring this in? Because I feel like we we have a lot to talk about, but. It's up to you. You're you're leading the ship. You're steering the ship. Uh, no, let's get into it. All right, let's go. So we have shared with you guys in the past that we were looking for a church. And I think we've found one. I think so, too. Um, so the church is called Trinity Fellowship. Yes. Okay, cool, because... <laughs> I, I I was looking for I get like I do really like this church, but a lot of times I would call it friendship fellowship. Yeah, I think it's because it's right by a friendship school. Yeah, so I was like, no, that's not it. That sounds silly. Yeah, <clears throat> but so <clears throat> you know, um, Brittany and I grew up different denominations. Uh, Catholic, I was Catholic, and uh, Brittany's Church of Christ. Um, so just the different things that we wanted to find in a church, you know, cause I'm not going to force her to convert and, you know, she's not going to do that to me either. Um, we had that pretty understanding pretty, pretty early in our relationship. Like, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. Uh, I'm not going to make you do this. Well, it was very much so like, listen, this is what I believe, like in terms of, and I, I, I am thankful that we both had our own like spiritual journeys before we had met because by the time we got together, we both had a good understanding of what are salvation issues and what are not. And so let's talk about like what are salvation issues and then we can kind of sort out where we fall on the non-salvation issues and what that would look like if we marry, which we obviously ultimately did. Yeah. So, um, you know, looking for a church, especially ramped up uh, um, within the last, what would you say, two, three months? Yeah, I mean, it's something we've talked about for a long time, but I I think that, yikes, I think that because of both of our past experiences with the church and, and I, you know, uh, churches are made up of people and people are imperfect, but... It's still like we just both had some fundamental issues with it. And so I think that made it really difficult. Um, but we took some years off. And I, I am very lucky to work for a company where I feel like I have a piece of church with me all the time, right? Um, but, yeah, it was just like, okay, I feel like we've taken our time. We've healed our wounds. And we felt like God was saying, like, you need to find a church now. Yeah, so we started looking some, you know, we liked, you know, different pieces of a church. Um, some we didn't. We felt like we visited one where we felt like just really weren't, wasn't, we weren't seen. Well, we talked about that on here. Yeah, so we come to, um, some of our friends invite us to Trinity Fellowship. And we're like, yeah, yeah, let's try it out. So we go. <clears throat> uh, it was really different. At first, um, then we go to this small group and really just fell in love with the small group. Yeah, like the small group is just way cool. Like 
it's only, gosh, okay, I, I should have counted ahead of times. It's like, I don't know, seven couples? I think so. Maybe six? Um, and what I really like about it is we're all really different, you know? Like, there's kind of that couple that's really straight-laced. There's that couple that is really, like, kind of has some hippie vibes to them. There's the couple that I feel like is kind of, like, you know, I, I don't know. There's just, like, all these different couples. But everybody talks so freely in it, I feel like. Yeah. And it's, you know, for us, like, we are not people that censor ourselves well. Yeah, not at all. Like, it's always just kind of like, this is what it is. This is what we think. And so it's important to us to be around other people that can be honest, you know, and can uh, can just share thoughts and ideas and don't. Because if I have to constantly censor what I'm saying or what Jonathan's saying to make sure we don't offend anyone, that gets really tricky in terms of like building relationships Especially when you're talking about spiritual things, you know? Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, like this particular group is just really cool. I also really like that it's not, it's not like a class. Like there's not one person that gets up there and is like, okay, this is what we need to be doing and we need to do this. Um, But instead, the group leaders always kind of come with, hey, we have a topic um, let's discuss this topic and see where we're all at. And I think that that's, I I think it's cool. Like I, I enjoy the people a lot and I, I'm sure that we still kind of seem a little odd to them, but I like them. Yeah, no, I, I really do. Um, it's been, it's been really fun. And just hearing everyone's, uh, hearing everyone's um different ways of thinking and then you're kind of like i i find myself thinking quite often like man i've been searching for ways to put this feeling into words and this person just did it for me no problem and that's awesome yeah and i also think it's really cool that we have some kind of connection with everybody in the group outside of the group. Yeah. So there's one couple that, although they were a few years ahead of me, like we went to the same school and or church. Um, there's another couple who I had their oldest son in my in one of my schools. Um, the other couple is like actual friends of ours. Um, another couple has their, their daughters in the exact same class as Annabelle at school. And then another couple, Jonathan, um, has has met the husband before at work. Yeah, so, like, it, it was just really weird. And I, I'm going to touch on that a little bit. Uh, so, in Finding a Church, um, you know, we have this really weird thing that I know that if we, like... I feel like you're meant to be in my life if our paths have crossed more than once before actually like hanging out. So literally there's like five couples in our group that I'm like, you know, we're in the same spots multiple times throughout our lives and just never really 
like connected on that level but yeah. now that now that we're here like it, it's really it's it's where we're meant to be almost you know as as cheesy as that may sound like i'm just like okay like well yeah hey this is this is it like this is this is what we need yeah and there are one or two other couples in the group that um like we we don't necessarily have that with but i do i don't know i just i i think it's really cool yeah yeah so you know we find this church we're settling in um we're you know going through everything and then we start having second thoughts because some of the things that one of the pastors were saying we're just like eh, i mean we don't necessarily 100 percent agree with that um you know non non-salvation issues um i don't know okay so yes yes they are non-salvation issues but you know i'm sitting there hearing it and most of it is he is pretty political i guess um multiple weeks in a row and it is just like grinding my gears because here's the thing too i don't want to commit to a church for a year or two like i want to commit to a church that we can raise our children in and i don't want our kids to be fed I have force fed like you have to think this way or you have to think these people are going to hell i just don't believe it's that simple and it it bothers me because i grew up that way i grew up in a church that was like if these people are doing these things they are going to hell and i just don't like that is not yeah like that automatic damnation like really you know is is ultimately what you know made me made me take a break from church yeah like it's just it's not that simple it's never that simple it's you you just gosh who are we to say this these are the absolutes you know like yeah it doesn't matter if you have a relationship with god it doesn't matter if you've accepted him as your savior if you choose to walk this lifestyle you are going to hell and i am just not about that <laughs> yeah. like yeah like I, every time I hear it, it just like burns kind of a fire in me just because I'm like, no, like that is just not what I feel like he has told me in my heart. Yeah. It's, it's not like, what I read in scripture. It's not. Anyway, sorry. No, I mean, you're good. Go, go for it. Yeah. I, I clearly get worked up about it. Um, but in addition to, you know, one or two of these topics that I, I felt like he wasn't even necessarily bringing them up in terms of salvation issues he was more bringing them up as political stances um he also like had brought up some like anti-vax comments and here's my thing if you want to get vaccinated go for it we're vaccinated if you don't want to get vaccinated don't get vaccinated i'll still love you all the same now if you're telling me that you're putting animal medicine on your body every day but you don't trust the vaccine I'm going to raise an eyebrow at you. And I'm going to think, hmm, that feels weird. But I'm still going to love you all the same. Um, and I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, my gosh, if you don't get vaccinated, you can't be around me. You know? like I, Yeah. At, at the end of the day, you make your own decisions. Yes. And we're going to love you for it. Yes. And we're going to appreciate and respect the fact that you have your own ideas and opinions. Yes. And it was just really weird to hear... 
and, and, and like I told Britt, and we're not going to find a church that aligns with everything that we believe in. Like at some point, like the church is going to say, we kind of have to say this. And that might not be how uh, he feels. He might be completely different. But I feel like it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, now I have to get into this topic because blah, blah, blah. The, 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 these are our world. These are our political, not political. These are, this is what's happening in the world. So I got to talk about it. I don't know. I feel like he could have just never said anything. But <laughs> I mean, it, it is like, I, I get it. I understand it. But it was now. At the time, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. And here's the thing. The rest of this guy's sermons are really good. And I do feel like I learn things. And, you know, Jonathan and I come from very different biblical backgrounds. So, like, where I know a lot of text really well because we did spend a lot of time, like, memory verses and reading and, like, just a lot of time in the Bible, like, in our own studies um catholicism isn't really set up that way yeah it's more of like uh like even our like our songs like you know i i grew up going to the early mass in at catholic church and it's like they were all in spanish so I, I i had no idea what was being said until i was able to go to the english masses and you know like oh, okay cool but like every song it's not a like a worship song or a praise song yeah. it's more of like a song leading you into your next your next activity or whatever so whereas i think like protestant churches do a better job of like encouraging people to spend their own time in the bible and to really like grow their relationship with god through the bible like directly um i think the catholic church what i what really like about the catholic church is that they teach you um, habits and rituals to, like, fall back on. And so I think that, you know, sometimes, like, as a Protestant, there are times in my life when I'm going through something really difficult, and, like, sometimes it kind of shifts my relationship with God, and so I don't always know how to, like, navigate through that, or I have to, like, make some adjustments there. Whereas I feel like the Catholic Church has built in, like, when you're when you're in doubt, do these things. Like, follow these steps. You know, still say these prayers. And so I, I think that there's good and bad from each side of it. I just thought yeah. I needed to clarify that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so, you know, having these thoughts, it's like, man, I, I just don't know. Like, you know, I like this small group, but... And, you know, I, I agreed with her, but dude. this, yeah, this dude was just like, like making us really second guess this church. Like, should we just find another church? And I, I told Britt, I was like, you know, what we need to do is talk to some of our, 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 our leaders, some of the elders in the church and see if, if it's just, you know, something that, you know, this pastor has to say, or, you know, something that he thinks, or is this like really what is being taught and, you know, uh, followed by in this church because at the end of the day, like our kids, like these, our kids are going to grow up with these, you know, th these, these elders and these churchgoers. And we want to make sure that, you know, they're, they're being given a fair chance on what to think and what to say, not just one of those things like how we grew up was like, yeah, you can think like that, but you're going to go to hell. Right. Like I just, I just don't think it's that simple and I don't think that I don't think that part of being a Christian is defining whether or not the person next to you is going to heaven or hell. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I think that the focus needs to be more on if they don't know Christ, like showing them that love and leading them down that path. Um, but not sitting there and looking at another Christian and saying, because you do this, you're going to hell. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Jonathan and his wisdom, cause I, there was one Sunday I was ready to peace out. I was ready to be like, all right, done. <laughs> and luckily we stayed for a small group and we really enjoyed the small group again. And, and we got in the car and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I really don't. And Jonathan, you know, was like, I, we need to talk to this group like the group leaders and maybe like one or two other groups, you know, our, our good friends are in that group too, but they're still relatively new to the church as well. And I, you know, it's just one of those things like for me talking to a group about like, I don't know if I agree with your church and like the message or, you know, your theology here, that is really scary for me because I've seen a lot of bad endings to those conversations growing up. Yeah, but I mean, that would have also solidified us being like, well, then, I mean, this is not the church for us. Right, but I I was definitely very nervous about it just from the standpoint of like, even if we decide, you know, even if down the road we do decide to go somewhere else, I was nervous from the standpoint of, I I don't want to hurt those relationships still. Yeah. Like, even if they had, you know, even if it had gone sour or whatever, like, I still love them. Yeah. And I I wouldn't want, I just don't want that kind of negativity. You know, it's like growing up, like I'd see people say like, hey, I actually don't agree with this or whatever. And people were basically like, fine, then you're going to hell and you need to leave the church. And that is just a really crappy thing. Yeah. And I I didn't want to go through that. I didn't. I was scared of that. Me too. I mean, that, I mean, we both know, we were both at that standstill where we're like, this is what we do not like about church. Like, let's take a break. But yeah. um, so Jonathan had encouraged us to to talk to them and to see where that conversation went. But we didn't really know how to set it up, you know, like if yeah. it needed to be like a hey guys, can we chat? Um, so we thought about it and we prayed about it for a week. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, we go to service. Um the next weekend and you know after sitting there praying about it and seeing like okay like what 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 does this look like how can we do this literally we walked to a small group and it was us and the leaders of the small group that was it like all the other couples had things going on yeah and i was like this is our chance and that's when i was like hey can we talk to you guys a little bit like we have some concerns and they were more than welcoming and it was awesome and then kind of like mid-conversation um another group of um another couple another couple uh came in and you know they're they're a couple that brit's grown up with i met through work and they just had like very uh good insight to you know our conversation and really helped us out too so it was like it was almost it was it was almost perfect, but again, we were praying about it, and it happened. Yeah, like it just. <laughs> I mean, it was just definitely one of those things that it was like God definitely had His hand in it, and the standpoint of like, what are the odds that literally every other couple had something going on, 
And like, even, you know, I texted some of the other women and was like, Hey, I missed you today or whatever. And, you know, one of them was like, Oh, my, my kiddo just randomly got sick. And, you know, another one was like, Oh yeah, this or that came up. And then the other one was like, yeah, we just really wanted a lazy day today and just felt like we needed to stay home. And I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like it was, it was really weird. Like, you know, I hate that, you know, um, our little buddy was sick, Yeah. but I mean, it was, it was like, it was someone they everyone had something to do and just like gave us the perfect opportunity so to talk and we had this talk with them and really came to an awesome understanding of how how the church works yeah so this church is not just like pastor led so like a lot of churches the pastor decides everything like he is the dictator if you will (coughs) or the sole leader of the church this one kind of works more of like through an elder system and, like, you know, yes, the main preacher obviously has say as he is, he's the figurehead, like, he is the one preaching. Um, but the elders come together with him and they, they kind of decide where the church's focus needs to be. And, and they decide, they even work on, like, the sermons with him, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, and so some of the stuff, like, we had started talking about, like, the anti-vax stuff and... Um, the people in our group actually were like, yeah, so that also bothered us. And we went and we talked to our campus minister and he went and took that to the elders and yeah, it was really cool. And like, what really like impressed me too, was like how willing the, uh, our, our campus pastor was like willing just to like, listen, sit down, give really good insight. Like, you know, I'm sure it's like that at all churches, but I didn't grow up with that. Yeah. Right. Well, because if you were to like question your priest yeah yeah you're practically questioning the bishop and the pope and <laughs> god himself right i would have to pray twenty thousand Hail marys yeah <laughs> um but yeah and, and as we led into other things you know i can be so stubborn-minded and like this is right and this is wrong and you know kind of what i took from the conversation was them kind of putting it back and saying do you feel like this is a salvation issue? And I'm like, well, no, I don't. And so it's like, well, if you don't feel like you're going to hell for thinking that that's not a sin, then why would you feel like they're just as wrong for saying it is a sin? And I, I, they didn't say it in that language, but that's, that is the, the way, you know, that they were like, is that really a salvation issue? Like I kind of needed, I think that self check of like, you're right. Like we can disagree with each other. And they, they did point blank say, like, we're not always going to see eye to eye. Like, in fact, the one of the guy it's a husband and wife that leads our group. So the husband was like, I don't think I ever will. And I, I don't expect and I don't know that I want to meet somebody that absolutely aligns with every single thought that I have. Yeah. Or every single belief. And I was like, yeah, you know, now that you say that, <laughs> me neither. Yeah. Um, and, and so I do think that it was a really good, it was good to hear that they are so open to, you know, they also were saying, you know, what we believe right now, you know, like maybe about this non-salvation issue, like maybe right now we feel this way about it, but maybe down the line, like God, you know, interjects in our journey and we change the way we feel and that's okay. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, that is okay. Yeah. So, I mean... After having that conversation, our thought completely changed on the church. And, like, you know, Britt left it up to me as far as, um, as you know, 
give me the decision like, okay, do we want to stay? Mm-hmm. Do we want to go? And, you know, after after the uh, small group that we had today, it's like, okay, I we need to stay. Like, I think that this is our church. Um, it feels good. It feels right. Like, I can't deny that, you know, a lot of these people have shown up in our lives. And like, okay, you know, you're like, you know, what are the odds of, yeah. you know, meeting this person and then ha- like knowing that, hey, I'm, I need a relationship with you mm-hmm. because I, it just took me back to, I, I give Britt a hard time about this, but it's not the first time that we met. But the night <laughs> that she got hit by her car, like I was on Broadway that night. Like I remember seeing everyone uh, circled around this car asking people what happened. And they're like, oh, two chicks just got hit by a car, that car right there. And being like, oh man, like, well, I hope they're okay. But, you know, even back later in our life, like, or earlier in our life, like we were in Dallas at the same time. We, you know, were in the same areas throughout our life. And like, to me, that's just, we were meant to be. So like <laughs> looking at it in you know, a church standpoint, like standpoint, like this just feels like we need to be here. Yeah, yeah. I I appreciate the their their ability to understand, or I appreciate the like mindedness that our journey with God is a fluid journey, and it it may change and it may shift, and at times it might be really strong, and at times we might struggle, and and that regardless of what it is, we're all working towards the same thing. Like we're all working towards. Um, you know, not only our own salvation, but other salvations and loving each other and really being good examples of Christ. And, and that even though we may not agree on every little thing, we have the same agreeance in the things that do matter. And those are the things that are really the most important. And for me, like I, I needed that refocus of like, what is it? And and I also appreciated because we had to dig into like, what are y'all going to teach my kids back there? Yeah. You know, and they, of course, were like, well, your children are always going to listen mostly to you. I'm like, eh, yes, yes. I mean, I do think that that's true. However, I know in my growth experience, there were times whenever I was like, I don't know about this mom. And I would turn to other people in the church and kind of be like, what do you think about this? You know, and I think that that's normal whenever kids get to teenage age and And really, even their answers there were like, it's not about teaching them, here's a list of right and here's a list of wrong. It's about teaching them to find their identity in Christ and who are they as Christians. And that path's going to look a little different for every person as long as we all stay focused on the big things. Like Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you know, he came to earth, he died on the cross for our sins, he rose after three days, and he is our salvation and, and mirroring his behaviors and his love and understanding his teachings like that. That's what this is about. And I don't know. It was it was so good. And, you know, there wasn't anger. There wasn't any frustration. Yeah. Which was so pleasing because uh, yeah, like refreshing. Yes. And because I mean, it's like, you know, you have these conversations with anybody else and like it's it's one of those big red flags like. You don't talk about politics with anybody and you don't talk about religion with anybody. But everyone was just welcoming the conversation and being like, yeah, like you have questions. I can see if I have answers or, you know, really I have statements and then you 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 take it from there. Yeah. And it's 
you know, I appreciated that they walked us through how the church works and what their, I guess, ideals are instead of trying to get into these nitty gritty, like, arguments or battles with me on the non-salvation issues, you know, like, because a lot of times in the past, whenever I've been like, I don't think this is an issue. Well, I'll, I'll throw it out. Okay. So I, I don't think homosexuality is an issue for God. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't think that he sees that as a sin. I don't see it as a sin. I, I just don't. Yeah. Um, but almost any other time I've had that conversation with somebody that does feel like it's a sin, they very much so it becomes a battle of scripture, you know, like, yeah, they like take super offense to it. And it's one of those things of like, well, cause, cause they easily could have been like, well, why don't you think it's a sin? And it says in the Bible right here and blah, blah, blah. And you know, all this stuff, but they were like, you know, and they just kind of like walked us through like, Hey. Right. They didn't get into it. Cause it is like, and I, I don't want to say that every conversation I've had with other people about it have been like hateful or negative in any way, but they're like, Oh no, it says it here. And I'm like, okay, mm, that, that's not how I see that. Or I, I think a lot of times when I have those conversations, they say homosexuality is basically the same as lust. And I don't think that those are the same things. Um, but anywho, that's really not the point. Um, yeah, I just, I appreciated the fact that they didn't, like, try to argue that with me. They were like, that's okay that you feel that way. Yeah. Like, just because you don't think that's a sin doesn't mean that you're going to hell or anyone else is going to hell. Like, that's, yeah. that's not the point. Like, the point is we're all on this journey and are we focused on the right things? And, you know, like, ultimately, and, and this is honestly how I feel about it too, ultimately, it doesn't matter what I think or what you think or what, you know, whoever Joe Schmo down the street thinks about homosexuality, whether or not it's a sin or not, that is between that person and God. Yeah. Because that's not a struggle that I personally have. Yeah. And so whereas I do feel like God is like, because I, I have spent time, you know, looking and, and questioning and, and praying over it, just looking for general direction. I feel like he's told me like, that is not your worry. Like. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. You don't need to be worried about it. And so I I do like I, you know, I think that that is between if that is something that you are struggling with, like that's between you and God and wherever you land on it, like I'm going to support you in that. Yeah, 100 percent. Like that's that's again, the love, the kindness, the respect that we want to show, you know, to everyone um, and their decisions. We love that you have your own decisions. We love that you have your own opinions. We may not agree with them, you know, on some things, but hey, at the end of the day, does that does that change the way that I see you? No, like I still love you. I still like want to be here for you, and I feel like that's more of that's more of walking the line. That's more of walking in Jesus God's feet, and you know, just showing that love for His people than being like, hey, you're wrong about this. You're gonna go to hell. Right. Right. And I I do, you know, like I have to be careful in my own self to like whenever I'm becoming, sometimes I get really like all into something. And so I have to kind of check myself and be like, God, like, am I overstepping some lines here? Like, am I being 
too overly zealous. Like, is this taking too much of my focus away from you or what you want me to be focused on? You know, and like, I have to do my own checks. And I think that for somebody to look over at me and say, hey, Brittany, I noticed you've been, you know, reading fictional novels quite intensely lately. You might be going to hell because you're not spending enough time focusing on the Bible. Like, I'm like, get out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fictional novels that she listens to are so, they're good. I feel like you quickly adjusted there. The one I'm currently listening to is very sci-fi based, but I'm just listening to one right now. I'm I'm actually not reading one currently because I've been reading Bible and I I have some books for work I'm reading right now. Um, So those are the ones that he hears is whenever I have an audio (laughs) book. But anyways, so, you know, I just, yeah, I think that there's a lot of things that, I mean, as Christians, like we all have to walk our own walk with God. And and I appreciate that they acknowledge that and they understood that and didn't try to get into some kind of scriptural scripture battle with me because I'm not here for that. Yeah. So, I mean, and then at the end of the day, like their, their way of thinking aligns with our way of thinking. They're like, this isn't a big deal for us. Like. Yes, it's being taught, but if we have a problem, we have people we can talk to about that. Or, you know, we we do our own, you know, um, looking and searching and praying about it. And, you know, if this is the way that God truly wants us to feel, then, you know, we'll adapt it. But if not, then, hey, again, we're, we're all still human. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to, you know, do this. But it, it, it's, it's more about the walk than anything. And I was like, this is awesome. So... Yeah. Well, and even just like the accountability aspects of it, it's not like it it made me feel like this is a safe group for me to feel like I could take accountability checks from them because it's not they're not so worried about like who's going to heaven and who's going to hell. They're more worried about like, where's your your heart at? Like, how are you as a human? Because taking care of our spiritual aspect really plays a big role in that. Yeah. And so I feel like they care more about the whole person and not just about what's right and what's wrong. Does yeah. that make sense? A hundred percent. They're 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 focused on the journey, not the destination. Well, I mean the destination matters. Yeah, like, the destination matters, <laughs> but it's like but like where churches are like, Oh, you do this, you're going to heaven. You do this, you're going to hell. They're like, Hey, why don't you you know, f- right. find God through your path and then that'll determine. Right. You know like, what I'm saying? Stay true to the salvation issues. Stay true to our, our core beliefs. Like those are the non-negotiables. But along the way, you be open to where God leads you. Yeah. Yeah. Like be be open to different paths you might take. And that, that might lead to different thoughts and different, well, maybe maybe this is the wrong thing now or the right thing. And that's, you know, for me... I I try to be a pretty fluid person, and I think most of the time I am now as I've gotten older, but sometimes I do catch myself getting caught on, like, black and whites. Yeah. Of, like, if you tell me this is wrong and I say, no, it's not, then clearly it's not, and you need to stop saying that. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I but, wonder which one of our kids mirrors that the most. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> All of them? Yeah. No, but... Um, Except maybe Maggie? Yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, 
it's it's been an interesting journey but I do feel I feel really good about it and they they have these classes called growth track and we're going to embark on those here pretty quick um just to learn more about the church and stuff like that but yeah I I and have enjoyed it I I have too and then so I've only been baptized like when I was little mm-hmm. but I mean once we start getting deeper into it I would I I I definitely want to you know yeah. Be dunked. Yeah. Get dunked. Yeah. All right. I think that would be cool because I mean, I'm like Brit. Like, if I get on something, I'm like all in it. And sometimes it's unhealthy because I'm like, oh, I like, you know, this new uh minor league soccer team that's coming to Lubbock <laughs> and I want all the merch now. And that's not healthy. But something like this, like I'm gonna submerge myself i'm gonna i'm gonna do it like i'm gonna be dunked i'm gonna you know see if i can you know become a a leader of a group or something i don't think i have that much interesting things to say or can help people out like that but i wouldn't even mind being uh on the on the prayer warriors on praying for people yeah i used to do that when i went to uh the catholic church yeah i mean i i can see that i think it's one step at a time um I do. I think it's really cool that you're like, okay, yeah, I think I want to get baptized again. You know, it's a lot about following in Christ's example and and in his footsteps. And so I would encourage you, like, as you're you're still kind of deciding, like, when you want to do that, I would also really put some careful thought into who baptizes you. Mm Because I think it's a special thing to ask somebody that's meaningful to you, you know, that's been a part of that journey. Yeah. Um. Can another person from another church do it? I'm sure. I don't okay. think that there's any rules in terms of like only these people can do it. Okay. I, I not that I've ever known, but yeah, just just think about that and kind of somebody that you study with or somebody that you know you really connect there. I I think that that's always a good. Yeah, because I have one guy in mind that I would want to do it. Oh, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Now. Yeah, I think that that would be really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. All right. Well, we're excited for this new adventure in church. Yep. Yep. Um, I Before we go, because I know that we have food on the way. <laughs> um, I just wanted our conversation today at church was about worship and how you worship. Yeah. Um, and it was like, you know, in, in small group, and it was more of like, a, you know, what? Um, Oh, they're here. Okay. 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 Keep going. I'll keep going. Okay. Small worship or how you worship and stuff like that and what that looks like as far as, um, you know, you and your spouse and, you know, who, who worships or who is more in tuned. Is it the wife or is it the husband or whatever have you? And like, who's quote unquote closer to God? Who, who, who mirrors that, um, uh, more but you know we all discussed it and stuff like that but what i you know and everyone has their own walks you know the way that they want to walk but what i really want to uh hit on was you do you when you worship like there's not a right there's not a wrong you know if if you see someone like really getting into it, it it was a shock for us at first it was a shock for me because I've never really experienced that kind of worship. But yeah, like that person is like living that. Like that yeah. person, like 
I, I should be, I should be in awe and, you know, loving every minute of that because that person is like hand in hand with God right now. And it might not look like that for me. Like for me, I just close my eyes and imagine myself in like the whitest, purest room ever. And like, mm-hmm. like that's where I feel like my comfort. Um, but I mean, go for it. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter who's looking. It's about it's about what you're taking away from it. Yeah, I think especially, so for me, it's more about, like, I, I don't, I've never really cared if people, like, raise their hands or whatever. Um, but it I do get distracted easily. Um, and so, luckily, our friends that we go with or that had invited us into this church, she also tends to get extra- distracted. Um, and so she was like, the third row is kind of perfect because you're far enough up that you don't get distracted by everybody, but you're also not on the front row. Cause like, I don't want to be on the front row. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, really, so like I, and I, I shared this in our group today. I was never that person at like camp or during worship service or whatever that like just felt this like overwhelming emotional tie during worship. Like, I just don't. Like, that's not how God and I connect. Um, And when I was younger, I thought something was wrong with me. I was like, why doesn't he touch me like he touches you? Like, you say you raise your hand, like, and you feel like you're holding his hand. I don't feel anything. My arms just get tired. Um, But, you know, I, yeah, it doesn't bother me when other people do it. I do. I I love to sing. Like, I just, I'm not very good at it, but I do love to sing. (laughs) And so, like, I I sing and it makes my heart happy. And to me, like, the songs feel more like prayers. Yeah. I guess. um, Whenever I sing. And so that's my connection. But I don't, you know, I do sway, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we. I'm a swayer. We're involved. And, like, as as we get more, like, we'll learn the songs a little more but like i i I mean i grew up listening to mariachi music and (laughs) and like at at church you know so like i remember the first time when um the 10 o'clock service was like the 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 youth group uh Mm -hmm. led the choir and i remember the first time like because it used to just be guitars and then it was like violins and then like they brought in like a drum set and i was like oh this is weird and i did not like it yeah, yeah, and this, so this church is like full rock band, and there are times whenever my Church of Christ heart misses that acapella, <laughs> and I, I think once or twice a year we'll still have to go to church with my mom or something That's so I fine. can get my acapella cup filled, um, but, and uh, they don't do any classic hymns, like, ever. Yeah. And that's hard. But I mean... Th- Yes, we're not listening to those at church, but you can also listen to those in the piece of your car. I know, but they're to me like those are just those are worship songs that like speak to my heart. Like I just feel a deeper connection there. And not to say that I won't feel that way over time about these songs. And I do like them. I mean, there was last week, um, or a week before last when I was in Amarillo, I had woke up with like one of the songs like just in my head and on my heart, and I listened to it several times that day. Um, so it's not like those songs aren't ministering to me or aren't becoming part of my worship. It just is different. There was one song. My my favorite singer is a chick that yeah. is there. Uh, is it the one that sang last week? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That, that she just has an awesome voice, but the songs that she sings, like she sang one and I, like, 
I cannot, I couldn't tell you the words to it, but I was like, this is an awesome song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, so it, there are definitely some big changes, I guess, with this church that we're acclimating to. But again, just because I love acapella, it doesn't mean it's a salvation issue. Yeah, 100%. And so it's more like looking for the people that we wanted to do life with. And it is like our, <laughs> this morning, uh, did you bring this up just so I had to tell a story about like interrupting? No. Um, uh, so this morning we were running late to church, you know, cause Jonathan was hung over. I'm just going to blame it on that. And so, <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> so we come in and, um, two of our guy friends are, you know, in our row and one of them is like, he is just, he's praising, like, he is connected, like, he doesn't even see us, but, like, I'm trying to get past him to, like, sit down, and it didn't even occur to me, because I'm running late, and I'm frazzled, to just, like, walk around the pew to, like, the other side, and so, like, I kind of, like, how do I, like, I'm trying to, like, wait for his right (laughs) sway to, like, jump in front of him, like, to be able to go around him without interrupting him, but he ends up, like, smacking me, and I I did not, I definitely interrupted him. Um, but yeah, I, I went around. I was like, "Nope, he's deep in prayer right now." It's like I'm. You could have grabbed go. me, but you were already so far in there. I was so frazzled and like, "Oh my god, we're running late, and I just need to sit <laughs> down." And like, I'm like trying to move around. I felt terrible. I gave him a big hug. Like whenever it was like, "Hi, I'm your friend." I was like, "Give me a hug." Like I'm so sorry that I interrupted your drive. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. I. I love it. I, I am getting to the point where, like, I really just, I love the the fact that I don't have to do that, but that they can do that and that nobody is wrong. Exactly. Like, it's not about rights and wrongs. It's about our love. relationship with God. It's about love, respect, and exactly our relationship with God. Yeah, like I just, I love that. I love that. I love that. Because like right now, I don't ever anticipate myself being a mover and a groover. But one day, who knows? Yeah, what if we go through a struggle period and then that one song comes on? Yeah. And it just comes and it just takes over us. Right. And I I like the fact that it also, like our daughters, you know, if some of them are not movers, then that's okay. But if some of them are, then that's okay too. Yeah, and like I, I love that they love it because, you know, um, I forgot if it was Annabelle or Olive today was like, did y'all go to church this morning? And we're like, yeah, we did. They're like, oh man, yeah. They were like, they're like missing it. I'm like, this is cool. This yeah. is cool. It's good. It's good stuff. And I, yeah, I, I'm about it. Like I, I'm really enjoying it. I think it's good. Yeah. So, do you, when it comes to church, know that there's groups of people out there who are gonna love respect everything that you have to say do think and just find that group and just and and be happy know that that is that is god sent and that is him saying hey you might think that you're wrong the world might tell you that you're wrong but i'm telling you no you're right come with me walk with me i love you you're good you know i do beautifully said (laughs) thanks like, I don't know that I have anything to add there. You you did it. You got it. Okay, perfect. Well, <laughs> that food is smacking me in the nose, so let's eat. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, I love you. I love you. <laughs>